You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You are tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. What's good? How are y'all feeling? Listen, I am feeling so good and so recharged this morning, and a lot of that is attributed to the Pros and Praise community. Our prayer call is happening this week, so all week we are getting together on Zoom and on the Version Bible app, so we're doing a Bible plan together that lasts throughout this week on gratitude, and then we are praying together each and every morning, so 7 o'clock Eastern time. If you're listening to this episode when it came out, then you still have two more mornings to join in with us and get into it, okay? And so I just wanted to send up another invite to you guys. The prayer calls, they just make me feel so good. It gives you community. Um, It's still actually pretty small, right? And so you aren't just on a call with too many people and you're kind of overwhelmed. And even for me, sometimes hearing other people's stories can be overwhelming. Like I need to have it in batches. And you definitely are able to do that on the prayer calls. Now, how it started is I joined a prayer call at 6 a.m with this church called Forest City. They're out of South Carolina. And um, yeah, they started it. They did a a time of prayer and fasting at the beginning of the year. So I believe it was January. They started that. And toward the end of there, so they did 21 days of fasting. At the end of the 21 days, they were supposed to stop their prayer call because it was for that time. And so people started to be real nervous, like, oh, dang, like after prayer call, what's going to happen? I'm really enjoying this. People were joining every morning. I was joining every morning. And it was it really was like something so special. So what the church decided to do was to do a 22nd day, which has been every day <laughs> after that, to continue to do 6 a.m. prayer. And so even though I don't join every day, the days when I do join, it's just, it's everything. Like I just, it just provides a space for me to talk to God in the morning. Like it's just accountability, right? And so I'm thankful for that. And so as I was doing that, I had a thought of my first devotional that I did, and it's available on powerandpros.com. I wrote a devotional and then when I launched it, I did a week of a prayer call with people and we did the Devo together and then we would pray together. And so I was reminded of that time and I was like, oh, I want to do that again, but I'm not going to make the Devo. I just choose one. So I did that at the top of this year. And then I felt like God was like, yeah, one month, one week each month for the rest of the year, do it. And so I skipped June for me being on my sabbatical, but every other month since I got that word, we have been doing a week of Devo and prayer. And it's another level. Shout out to all the cool kids who have ever dialed in. If you tried to dial in, um, if you thought about it, but you've been sleeping in, whatever it is, I thank you guys for your support, for the prayer time and the community that we are fostering together. It is no small thing to me. Um, and y'all know how special it is. So if you haven't gotten in on that, be sure to do so. There's still time this month, but as I said, we're doing it for the rest of the year. So get in where you fit in. And if you can't wake up or if you work during that time, if you're in a different time zone and you're like, girl, that's early, you can always join the link that we share out via Instagram um, in our link in bio or via the Pros and Praise Pages newsletter. 
every time we do a devotional in the Bible app, I share a link for you to join in with us. And if you have ever done a plan on the Bible app, then you know there's a little section where you can um, write your thoughts, your reflections. And I love reading those and I'm doing a plan with other people because it affirms that I'm not in this thing alone, that I'm not crazy. And it's just really nice to see how other people are interpreting things. And this walk, you really learn from other people. And so that is a space where we're able to do that as well. So if you can't make the prayer calls, that is okay. Always, always, always feel free to join in on the devotional. And if you haven't received the link, if you're having a hard time signing up for the newsletter, just hit me up and I will be sure to plug you in. So that is where some of my joy is coming from as I'm recording on this morning is the prayer calls. I'm just very, very, very thankful for that community. And so as I have been going about the past couple of weeks, I've really been in this space of just like, okay, so what to do? Like I need, I need a word. I need a thing. And, um, I, I've been able to meditate a little bit on what exactly do I need? What really am I looking for? And what is God looking for from me? during this time. And so that's what we're going to dive into. But first, as always, we're going to get into the prose prompt of the week. The prose prompts for this week is actually just to reflect. So you can write it down as you reflect, but I want you to reflect on the last word that you got, the last word that you received from God, the last instruction, the last thing that you were doing. And you were like, what the what's the reason of me doing this? What the freak am I doing? I want you to meditate on that. Just call it to your remembrance. What was that? Where were you when you heard it? Did you write it down? Maybe you go back to that journal entry and see where you were. Did you talk to somebody? When you call them, when you figured it out, like, I got it. This is what I'm supposed to do. Maybe think about that conversation and go back to how did you feel in that moment? Were you excited when you got the word? Were you intimidated? Did they give you encouragement on how you could carry that thing out? Wherever you were, I want you to go back to that. Sit with it meditate on it and see what has changed, if anything, from that time and the season, the moment that you are in right now. A lot of times we feel like we need a word when we have one, or we're trying to change a word and we forgot what the original word was, or we haven't heard anything and we forgot to continue to ask God for it, or we were asking, we felt like we weren't getting the answer. And so we gave up. Either way, depending on where you fall on that spectrum. I want you to go back to God with that word. Hey, this is what I heard. Hey, this is what I have. This is what I'm carrying in my bag with me as I'm on this journey. Hey, I didn't hear anything. And so I'm coming to you again to ask for a word. That's that's the posture that I want us to be in this week as we reflect, as we write, as we journal. And See what comes from it. Allow God to fill in the rest of the prompts. You just sit there with the meditation, the thought, and allow him to come in and reveal things to you in a way that only he can. All right. So I had a day of just silence. I guess a Sabbath, if you will, on Saturday I did not. I was not on my phone, y'all, on Saturday. I did keep it on, um, but I wasn't on my phone on Saturday. 
And it was nice. At first, I was a little like, eh. I had an Instagram DM. And I was like, I need to see what they said. I want to respond to the DM. Um, I I don't know. I just wanted, I feel like oh, I could be talking to my friends. I could do whatever. But I made sure that I set aside time to just be. And so I just finished this book, Ruthlessly Eliminate Hurry. And so I um, read that book and it has a Christian lens, but it's talking about our need as humans or our desire, not our need, our desire to rush things, to hurry and how that isn't always godly. There are some times when he wants you to move quick, okay? And he gives you a word and you need to activate. There are other times when he calls us to be patient. He calls us to take our time when he's trying to reveal some things, develop some things in us. And so I read the book. Um, I have a couple of books on my reading list this year that I feel like are going to make me better as a person. So I have some things just personally, they're just novels. I'm just reading them for fun. And then there are other things that I'm reading that are for personal development. They are reminding me of something or teaching me something new. And this thought around hurry, how I can eliminate that, how I can create more moments of stillness, of quiet, of peace in my life, I think will really set me apart. It'll set me apart in what I'm trying to do at with Power and Pros. It'll set me apart for what I'm trying to do at work. It'll set me apart and how I engage with my friends, my family, because I am just coming at everything in a space of peace. And so I read that book and one of the chapters was talking about a Sabbath and making just a moment of holiness for you to sit, reflect on God, to not be letting distractions so easily flow within your day and see what happens from it. And so... um. It was way more convincing than maybe I just was just now about the practice, why it's important, why we need to keep it up at least one day a week. And I've done it before. I think I did it last week. I was on my phone more throughout the day, but I definitely, last Saturday, had a moment of just like, I'm chilling today. And I did dive in. I read my Bible. I had watched some sermons. I had moments of just quiet time. And so I did that on Saturday and I felt so good, y'all. I finished this other book. I was reading, I was reading this poetry book. And so that gave me inspiration because I'm reading poetry. I'm getting back into my poetry bag, okay? And so in doing that, I got inspiration from my craft and my writing. I was able to have quiet time with God. I was crying, honey. Like I just had revelation came to me. Um, and I watched this super dope sermon um, that Darius Daniels had did at a conference. And so that gave me just a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and it was rooted in First Samuel talking about David's life as he was preparing to slay Goliath. And so um, I got a lot of peace from that. I wrote a lot, which was really, really great. Um, and I was listening to some jazz. Like, I was like, what? Who am I right now? Like, I was listening to some jazz. And I love that because there are no lyrics. So I had gotten a word from God, right? And I was able to give him some words because I prayed. And then that was it. I just kind of let that feel the atmosphere. And even though I was listening to jazz and it's not gospel, you know what I'm saying? But it was a, it was a moment of gospel for me. It was a moment of, um, I don't know, a divine meeting with God where I'm just like, yeah, like I'm not really talking to you right now. And not in like a I'm mad at you way, but just like, yeah, I'm not speaking, but we're still in this moment. We're still in each other's face right now. We're still um, walking 
together. There's an ambiance and a feeling that I had, and the jazz music just just carried me there. So that was great. I sat on my patio for a little while um, and just let that kind of, I don't know, it was in a different atmosphere. It was outside versus being inside. I went to the park, and that was nice. My park is just, um, the park by my house just got renovated, actually, and there's like a new space and ground. So I went to that. I people watched a little bit. I read my book a little bit. Um, and I don't know. It was just a great day. Saturday was a great day, and I didn't talk to nobody. I didn't see nobody. Um, but yeah, that that was the day. And I really started to think about what do I think getting a word is, right? And so as I was in the sermon, they were talking about Daniel, and there's this one scripture that the pastor called out that really did kind of stick with me because I was like, dang. So it's in 1 Samuel 16, verse 13. And it says, So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David from that day forward. Then Samuel set out and went to Ramah. And so what the pastor was saying is he was like, hold up. If I'm David and you just anointed me, you gave me the, the oil of the horn and the power of God is on me for the rest of my days. And then it says right after that, Samuel set out and went somewhere else. And he didn't take David with him. He was like, hold on, if I'm supposed to be the king, take me to the palace now. What's tea, you know? And that didn't happen. David had a promise and no plan. And I really start to think about that. David had a word though. He had a word. You are anointed. You're next up. Your family didn't see you as X, but I'm calling you as X. This is, that's what the T is. Like, this is it. But it didn't immediately manifest. And so I was sitting with that for a little while. And I'm sitting with it still now because there are some times when I'm like, okay, God, you need to tell me something. He's like, I did. I did. And it hasn't changed just because you don't see it right now. It hasn't changed because it seems like other people have a more powerful word than you. It says, the Lord came powerfully on David from that day forward. That's it. From that day forward. It wasn't that day until this thing happened and his power was removed. It doesn't say that. It says the Lord's power was on David from that day forward. And David messes up after that. He is have to seek guidance. He has to repent after that. There are so many things that happen in his life after that. And yet the word that he received, the anointing that he got was there. And so I want to call us to remember that today. God has called us. He's anointed us. He has defined our character. He has set out our path. He's outlined who we're going to influence, who's to influence us. And that's it. It's with us forever. And what's so great about him is that he'll continue to build more promises on top of the promises in the word that he's given us before. So when we're sitting and we want to have a word, I don't want us to always think of it as replacing what we've previously received. We need those things to sustain us. We need those things to carry us. We need them to affirm and reaffirm who we are. We need those as part of our testimony. So when we tell other people, when they see us shining, when they see us doing our thing, and they're like, girl, I, I need to be on your level. What are you doing? You're like, I got a word. 
And if you would like to have a word, this is what I do. I create moments of stillness to receive a word. I create moments where God can talk to me. I create moments where I remind God of what he said, period. I create moments to read the word because there are promises all up and through the Bible, y'all. There are things all up and through our lives that remind us of like, Things being fulfilled. God does stuff. He told me I was going to have an apartment in a space when I needed one, okay? And when I wake up, I'm looking around. I'm sending a word, you know? Like, that's it. And so, as we go about our days, that's it. That's a charge. I just want us to remember, if you are looking for a word, you have one. If you haven't heard it through your spiritual ears, if you are looking in your journal, you can't find a page. If you have just feel like time has slipped away and you need a reminder of what, what is going on, what do you have for me? Where do you want me to stand in this moment? Pick up your Bible. Hit a Bible plan. Um, hit me up personally. We can figure this thing out together. If you have family members or friends that are spiritual, you can go to them. Y'all walk that thing out together. You pull back those layers. You cry out to God and let him know. But I want us to remember that he wants a word with us. God would like to have a word with us. It is not just us seeking his face, but he is always in pursuit of us. He is always looking to build with us, to grow with us, to show us something new about his character, about what he does. And he wants to remind us of what he says, of how he is, of how he moves. It brings him joy to see us delight in him. And so God wants to have a word with you. Okay. He wants to have a word with you. He's waiting on you to create that space. Um, and he'll interrupt your days as well. And so if you have things that have come through in the past little beat and you're like, ah, what is this? Like what's going on? That could be the very word you're looking for. The very interruption, that very begging and pleading from God to have those moments of stillness for him to pull up and wreck in your life. And so it's all around us. God is willing. He's more than willing. He's more than open to create those pockets with us, to share, to grow and have a word with us. And when we have that word, we carry it. We write it down. We repeat it to ourselves. You say in a voice app, I have a voice note in my phone that is just like, um, me saying things that I feel like I heard or like the spirit was kind of guiding me. Um, as I was talking to myself, I guess it was like, I don't know, kind of a meditation, I guess you could call it. But I really just had this moment of like, okay, I need something and I need to hold on to it. I need to remember it. And that's what happens a lot of times is we'll receive a word. We'll have this encounter with God and then we kind of let it go. And then we're like, okay, I feel better right now. Great. I'm going to move on. And when we move on, then all of a sudden we forget. Or something else happens in our lives and it shakes things up and it makes us intimidated, worried, scared. And then we feel like we're starting from ground zero and we don't have anything. That's not how he works. The word remains. The word remains and he stays with you and he'll sustain you through it all. When you get a word, keep the word. God keeps it. And so you want to retain your faith until you see the coming of the word you received. He ain't trying to play us. He ain't trying to play us. He wants to have a word with you. It's something that brings him joy. He delights in it. 
So the power tool for this week is to create the space, create space to receive a word from God. A lot of times we have clutter in our lives, but we don't see it as clutter. We're used to it. If you think about a person who hoards, they got too much stuff in their house. If you come over, you're going to be like, child, what is this? And yet they're sitting there, they're, they're cool, they're calm. They're in there. They find peace in the middle of the chaos because the chaos is normal to them. I want us to remove the clutter, to take the things out that do not allow for the space and the clarity that we need in order to gain a word from God. God wants to inhibit our space. He wants to give us a word, but we have to create the space for him to do so. So that's the power tool for this week. Create some space for God to come in and have a notebook ready. Come expecting. Have your notes app on your phone ready. Okay, maybe you put on some jazz in the background, honey. Create the atmosphere, okay? And you don't have to make it super deep, super spooky. God can come in in anything. Like I told y'all, God talks to me when I'm watching Real Housewives, okay? Like he can come in at any moment. But think about what may be cluttered for you. What may be um, a hindrance to you being able to hear him? You want to remove that. It's not for God's sake. It's for yours. And so that way, when you think back on it, when you have moments of trial, when you have moments of tribulation, when you start to question some things, that moment will be so clear in your mind that when you think back, you'll have not a shadow of doubt. You'll be like, no, on this day, this is what I heard. And so that is what's going to carry me throughout this moment is that word that I created the space to receive. I cannot wait to hear all the testimonies, y'all. This year is not up. A lot of us, we've had, um, half of us have had birthdays up to this point. We have had milestones that have happened and we're just looking at the date, period. Like now it's July and I feel y'all, I'm with y'all. I've had a birthday, okay? I have had milestones come up. Um, just things, just things that happen as the calendar turns, like I renewed my lease in my apartment, like things like that, that signify like, okay, time has passed. And so when we think about time passing, we think about opportunities we haven't seen, things that haven't happened yet, things that we're hoping for when we're like, eh, I guess that'll happen 2023. 2022 is not over. This month is not over. This week is not over. And so as you are holding on to a word that you've had passed or you're expecting for a new word to come, please note that God is the orchestrator of time. Time isn't something that God has to figure out how he's going to bless you within. The blessings count the time. Like there, It's all together. It's all together. And it's because he orchestrates all of it. Okay. And so keeping that in mind, Use that to propel your faith in this season. God works through everything because he owns everything. He operates everything and he doesn't um, get intimidated by anything. And so knowing that we can posture ourselves in that same way. There's so much more that we're going to see and I can't wait to hear about it. And this is more y'all going to hear from me. And I can't wait to tell y'all because I know that God is going to come through in ways that we have yet to see. And so with that, I will leave you guys for this week. Remember that you can always, always, always plug in with me. Let me know how you're feeling about the latest episodes, um, what more you would like to see from the Power and Pros community. And you can do that so easy by DMing me on Instagram at Power and Pros 
podcast. I always respond and I'm here for you guys. If you love this episode, any others of your favorites, just show in general, be sure to share it with a friend. Bless somebody in your community, honey, and share with your community. If you've been listening for a while and you haven't rated or reviewed the show, please do so today. I love, love, love to get those reviews and it helps to spread the message. I do want to give a quick shout out to everybody that listens to the show that is not in the United States. Like that is so dope to me. I've lived in the U.S. my entire life and yeah, I mean, I've visited Mexico a few times, but that's it. And so the fact that my voice um, and the revelations that I'm getting is possibly helping somebody that's in a country that I'm not in, a city that I'm not in, that is no small thing to me. And I thank you guys for each and every download, each and every review, each and every share. I love the international cool kids. So I thank you guys. And I just want to give you a quick shout out. And if you have not already plugged into the pros and praise pages community, which is my newsletter, be sure that you do that. I've been sharing sermons that I have been um, watching and just different tidbits that can help you guys as you are going about your week. My biggest thing is I want us to be able to use the power that we have. And it's important to be reminded. There are times when we know we have power right there, plugs all throughout our house. But if you don't put something into that outlet, that socket, you won't receive the power. And so pros and praise pages newsletter is something for your socket, something that you can plug into and you receive power throughout the week to help you get to your purpose and fulfill the call that God has on your life. So be sure that you guys plug in. You can hit the link in the show notes to get into that. I hope that you guys have a great week. Remember to profess your power and there's power and pros. Bye.